Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Going to again, a pitch to Young, hit in the air towards the right field line. Long run, Fernando, near the line, in foul ground. He's got room, and he makes the catch to end the ball game. Padres sweep the Rangers, who loaded the bases in the top of the ninth, but do not score. And the final here this afternoon, the Padres 5 and the Rangers 3. On what felt like a must-win weekend for the San Diego Padres, they win all three against the Texas Rangers as the Padres win it 5-3 to three on this Sunday afternoon here at Petco Park. They sweep a three-game series from the first-place Rangers, and the Padres march on to Colorado for a four-game series beginning tomorrow uh, in Colorado, and the Padres have won three in a row with the trade deadline looming. On Tuesday, the Padres get a big 5-3 win to cap a three-game sweep. Five runs, 13 hits, one error for the Padres. Three runs, eight hits, and one error for the Rangers as the Padres improve to 52-54. and 54. Texas drops to 60-46. and 46. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. A great day for Gary Sanchez, who had two home runs in this game. Blake Snell, five innings, one unearned run given up. Nick Martinez gives up two in relief but the trio of Stephen Wilson, Robert Suarez and Josh Hader shut the door to secure a 5-3 win. Hader had the tying runs on base, the go-ahead run on first base found his way out of it as the Padres get a very big 5-3 win. A lot to do here in our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. We have all the radio highlights for you. We'll also hear from Gary Sanchez. I just caught up with him one-on-one on the field right after the game. Highlights, much more to come. A big day for the Padres as they get a few big wins this weekend here in downtown San Diego. 5-3, to three, the Padres win it back after this on the Padres Radio Network. Break out the brooms. Padres win it 5-3 in this series finale against the Texas Rangers as the Padres sweep a three-game series from Texas, a team that came in with one of the best offensive units in baseball, and the Padres limit the Texas Rangers to just four runs in this series on a grand total of 18 hits, and the Padres now two games below 500 at 52-54. and 54. They head on to Colorado, three-game series beginning tomorrow in the Rockies. But first things first, we wrap this one up as the Padres sweep this three-game series and they win it 5-3 to three over the Rangers. lot to do on our post-game coverage. You'll hear my conversation with Gary Sanchez in just a little bit. He hit two home runs in this game. You'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a few minutes as well. But first, let's break it all down with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes. Both the Padres and Rangers had traffic on the bases in the first two innings. Blake Snell stranded two on base in the first and one in the second. Cody Bradford stranded a runner on base in the first inning. The Padres then couldn't capitalize. Second, nobody out in the bottom of the second. Rangers then had runners on second and third with two men away in the third against Snell, but again, Blake got out of it. In the bottom of the third, the Padres loaded the bases with one out. Xander Bogarts dug in. Here's the one and one. And Bogarts lines it into center field. Tavares charging, gets behind it, makes the catch. Kim tagging. Here's the throw to the plate. The tag is safe. Ball got through the catcher, Huff, and backed up by the pitcher, Bradford. A sack fly for Xander Bogarts and a 1-0 Padre lead here in the third inning. 
The good news, the Padres had a one nothing lead. The bad news, on that play, Ha-Sung Kim diving towards home plate, appeared to injure his right shoulder. He would come out of the game, walked off the field under his own power, but holding that right shoulder, and I'm sure we'll hear an update on Kim from Bob Melvin coming up here in just a little bit. So Kim, unfortunately, would come out. He was replaced by Matthew Batten. Luis Camposano struck out with the bases still loaded to end the innings. The Padres had a one nothing lead heading to the fourth. Snell walked Ezekiel Duran with one out. He stole second. Leody Tavares was at the plate with two men away. Duran leads at second base, the pitch on the way. And that's a little tapper up the third baseline. Snell barehands it, fires wide to first. That's going to go up the right field line. Duran will come in and score, and we're tied at one here in the fourth inning. But that's all the Rangers got in the top of the fourth inning. We were still tied at one, heading bottom four. Rangers went to reliever Jose Leclerc. Gary Sanchez led off. Gary Sanchez, first pitch, no doubter. Upper balcony, Western medal. And just like that, the Padres are back in front, 2-1 to one here in the bottom of the fourth. Home run number 11 for Gary Sanchez on the year. Padres weren't done. Fernando Tatis Jr. was on first base with two men away. Bruce Bochy went to lefty Brock Burke to face Juan Soto. Lefty to lefty against Juan Soto. Padres a 2-1 lead here in the bottom of the fourth. Soto swings at the first pitch and lines one fair down the other way towards the left field corner. Grossman digging it out. Fernando's rounding third. He's going to score easily from first base. Soto into second with an RBI double. And the Padres lead it 3-1. Padres led 3-1 through four. Snell allowed a leadoff single in the fifth inning, but he worked out of it. Final line for Blake. Five innings, one run. It was unearned. Four hits. He struck out nine. Walked four. Seven stranded on base. In the bottom of the fifth inning, it was Gary Sanchez against reliever Brock Burke. Burke from the third base side of the rubber deal. Sanchez hits one in the air to deep center field. Tavares going back at the wall. It's going to go. Second consecutive inning that Gary Sanchez goes deep. It is 11th of the year in the fourth. Now his 12th of the year here in the fifth. And the Padres add on its 4-1. to one. A 4-1 lead into the sixth inning. Nick Martinez took the mound in the top of the sixth. He gave up two straight singles to start the frame. He then got the next two outs as the runners moved up to second and third base. Marcus Simeon then dug in. Two on and two out. First pitch from Martinez lined up the middle and into center field a base hit. Garver has scored. Duran's on his way. Throw from center not in time. A two-run single for Marcus Simeon. And it's a one-run game here in the sixth. But Martinez would get out of that inning with the Padres still in front, 4-3. to three. Stephen Wilson came on for the seventh inning. He walked the leadoff man, then a flyout. Josh Young grounded into a 5-4-3 double play to end the inning. Padres still led just 4-3, to three, heading to the eighth inning. Robert Suarez, a quick 1-2-3 inning. Bottom eight, Padres desperately looking for insurance. They would get some. Trent Grisham led off of the single. He stole second with one out. It was Fernando Tatis Jr. 1-0 the pitch. And Fernando hits a rocket into left field. That's a base hit. Grisham's put his head down. He's at third. Rounding third. Now the ball gets through Grossman. Grisham will score. Tatis rounding second. He'll stop there. And the Padres add on in the bottom of the eighth. It's 5-3. Padres took that 5-3 lead into the ninth inning. Josh Hader came on for the save opportunity. Got the first two outs, but then Robbie Grossman walked. Josh Lowe doubled. He was pinch run for by Bubba Thompson at second base, and then Hader walked Adolis Garcia to load the bases. So the Padres had a 5-3 lead, the tying run on second base, the go-ahead run on first base. The game was left up to Josh Young. Going to again, the pitch to Young hit in the air towards the right field line. Long run, Fernando, near the line, in foul ground. He's got room, and he makes the catch to end the ball game. Padres sweep the Rangers who loaded the bases in the top of the ninth but do not score. And the final here this afternoon, the Padres 5 and the Rangers 3. The Rangers who came into this series with 60 wins, they leave this series with 60 wins still. The Padres sweep this three-game set. It is the 11th consecutive win for the Padres over the Rangers going back to September of 2018. And the Padres... 
again on a weekend that felt that felt like every game was must win the Padres get three enormous wins with the trade deadline looming less than 48 hours away now heading to Colorado for a series against the Rockies and the Padres did what they needed to do as they sweep this three game set from Texas again the final totals here today for San Diego five runs 13 hits one error for the Rangers three runs eight hits and one error let's go down to the clubhouse and hear some post-game reaction Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Bob, how important was it to complete one of these sweeps and to do it against a team like the Rangers? Yeah, I think, you know, not only to, to get a sweep, get a sweep here at home, weekend, sold out crowds. And against team that's scored what sixty more runs than anybody else in in the American League, so um, they're down a couple of guys, but it's a really good team and should be, you know, a confidence boost for us. Another prototypical Blake Snell start. It seems yeah. like is he on his way to maybe a second consecutive pitcher of the month award? Yeah, look, he's he's throwing a lot of peace. He's having to work a little harder the last three games than he than he did probably the previous five or six before, but. You know, it's just it's tough to put him in play, and it's tough to put him in play with hard contact. So, um, you know, they made him work a little bit, got him out after five, but keeps doing zero and one runs all the time, and uh, that gives you a chance to win. Gary Sanchez doing it behind the plate and at the dish. Yeah. Is this the epitome of what you anticipate out of what he can contribute? I mean, look, he's he. I think the most impressive thing for me is how he's he's caught Blake. And how many times with runners on is he blocking balls in the dirt and doing it easily and multiple times? Those balls get away. It's a whole different story sometimes. And it's not a, it's a difficult thing to do for a catcher with guys on third base, multiple runners on base, knowing that he's going to throw these balls in the dirt. And, and he's very calm in how he does it. And uh, it's really impressive. But obviously a great offensive day for him too. And, you know, since he's been here, he's been key for us wherever he hits in the lineup. Any update on Hassan Kim? Yeah, jammed right shoulder. You know, did it sliding at the plate. It's it's day to day right now. I think tomorrow is going to be a key day to see how he comes in. Um, my guess is he won't play tomorrow, but uh, hopefully it's not too long. Did you think the ball carried Huff into the line and that all was above board on that play? Um, it did. It looked to me like he the the ball got you know took him there. I mean he's safe so. It's regardless. It's it's going to be safe, but um, it looked like it to me. I'm a little. I, I don't love the whole blocking the plate thing to begin with, but glad he was safe. Do you uh, do you go with this catcher DH uh, thing forever? Do you have any qualms about these guys being in the lineup every day and not getting rest? Or well, they're getting rest on the DH days. So in that respect, and and you know, a lot of it has to do with with the lefties that we've been seeing as well. Um, you know, Campy was swinging great and against righties too, trying to play a hot hand. We're doing the best we can every day here because every game is important to us. We do have two out of three lefties coming up here too. Um, some point in time, I got to get Carp some at bats. There's no doubt about that. But he understands the situation and uh, he's been great about it. How do you kind of explain the value of Kim? You finally got somebody at the top of the lineup. He's hit as well as almost anybody in in July, and he's turned in exactly what you need. Right. And then he gets hurt today. Yeah, I, look, you're going to have injuries, and, and so I, you know, in, in talking to him, he says he's going to be fine, and you know, you hope that's the case. It didn't look great at the time. You're just hoping it wasn't a sublex or, or dislocated or something like that. Indications are not at this point, but yeah, you're exactly right. Since he's been in the in the leadoff spot, he's been as good as any leadoff hitter in the game. So whether it's getting on base, whether it's getting key hits, he's doing it all and playing great defense. So if he was out for a significant period of time, that, that would not help. But hopefully, um, you know, it's not long before he's in there. People talk about your big four, but how do you explain his value? And how did he get to this point? When he first arrived, people thought he couldn't hit major league right. fastballs, and he's developed maybe faster than people thought. I, not me. I mean, I, coming over, I was really excited. You know, we looked at some of the analytic numbers when I, before I came over here and, and saw certainly the value of the defense. Now, hitting any league uh, shows that you have some ability there. I think it was just him accept, accepting himself as a good major league player, and then from that point on, he's just taken off. And then, you know, the more he gets, the you know, last year was a key year for him. 
you know, we're hitting them up in the lineup now. Originally, it was against lefties, and just the, the more you give him and the more he's taken, and he just believes in himself now um, after what was a hard year for him, not playing a whole lot his first year. Did you get tests on it, and how confident are you that it's not one of those bigger things that you mentioned? I, I've, I, from what we're talking to the doctors and so forth, they're telling me it's not. Um, I don't know what tests he had. But uh, they gave me the day-to-day and the jam shoulder, so hopefully that's all it is. Obviously, you're focusing on what is in front of you and what you can control right. here. But it being this time on the calendar, do you believe in kind of making a statement of kind of what this organization should be doing at the deadline, or or the fact that you should keep this group together with what you did this weekend? Yeah, I look. I I try not to pay much attention to it, so I haven't heard a whole lot. Um, obviously, everybody's playing here, so we do keep this group together because we still think we have a good chance. Gary's been swinging the bat especially hot since the break and since Campisano's been here. How much do you think maybe having like a true timeshare behind the plays maybe help keeping his bat fresh? Well, I think, you know, he, he got off to such a hot start for us offensively and he was catching every single game, day games after night games. It, it has helped him some that he's been able to DH and not have to catch every day. I was using your late game relievers last night, a four-run game, mostly about just getting them work when some of them hadn't really pitched in a while. And what did you make of the way they bounced back and pitched today? Yeah, it was more about winning a game. So, I mean, you, you always, with a four-run lead, it's always kind of, you know, what, what do you do with the closer, with the three-batter minimum? Sometimes it's a little more difficult. Um, but two days in a row, I wasn't worried about that today. And they all bounced back today. We'll see what's available tomorrow. Um, but we need to win this game today, and Colorado's a place where we should be able to score some runs. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin after this 5-3 win over the Texas Rangers and after this three-game sweep. Sam Levitt back with you inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. You heard him uh, say there that Ha-Sung Kim has a jammed right shoulder. He is day-to-day. Not a, a commitment there on if it is something more serious or not, but right now the information we have is that it is a jammed right shoulder for Ha-Sung Kim, and uh, at least I, I suppose you didn't hear the word dislocation anything like that as he's holding his right shoulder when he's walking off the field i'm sure it it raised through everybody's minds that uh, you know maybe a dislocation something like that so right now jammed right shoulder day to day we'll see what the update is on hasan kim and hopefully that's uh uh, all the news uh, on his injury, and hopefully he can be back here soon as they continue to evaluate his injury. But a lot of good stuff there from Bob Melvin. You heard Bob Melvin asked about the trade deadline coming up now in less than 48 hours, and look, there's no way around it. Again, I've said it a few times, but every game this weekend felt like must win. It was going to be a tough series against a good Ranger team. They are banged up right now without Corey Seager, without Jonah Heim, without Nathan Avaldi. They made some big trades while they were here getting Max Scherzer. They traded for Jordan Montgomery earlier today from the St. Louis Cardinals, so a lot going on with them. But the Padres get a huge sweep, and I think you could say certainly the biggest three wins of their year, considering where they are, what they needed to do, the trade deadline coming up now in less than 48 hours. We'll see how it all plays out, but the Padres will end this weekend five games out of a wild card spot so they pick up another half game here today and here on july 30th they are five games out of a wild card spot so certainly not an insurmountable uh amount of ground to make up and they continue to play better they continue to play when you zoom out a lot better here in the month of july we'll dive into it we'll dive into this game the offense gary sanchez blake snell with the bullpen did all of it but bottom line the padres desperately needed three wins this weekend against the first place team a tall order and they got it a lot of credit to the san diego padres this weekend took care of business and now it's on to colorado speaking of gary sanchez he had two home runs in this game one in the fourth inning one in the fifth inning and so we'll hear from gary sanchez on the other side of this break i caught up with gary one-on-one you'll hear from gary sanchez and much more to come we will take some of your phone calls coming up in just a little bit 833-288-0973 the phone number again 833-288-0973 the phone number to call Get involved with me. What would you think about this win? What would you think about this weekend? What should the Padres do at the trade deadline by the uh, 3 p.m. mark on Tuesday? Did this weekend sway your opinion of what they should do? They're five games out. They're playing better. What do you think? We have plenty of time to talk about it right here on the Padres Radio Network. 
Our postgame show here on the Padres Radio Network continues. Final score, Padres 5, Rangers 3. As the Padres break out the brooms, they sweep this three-game series from Texas. Padres needed wins this weekend. They get them in a big way. A three-win weekend, and the Padres behind five innings and one unearned run given up by Blake Snell uh, go to win the ball game 5-3. to three. Gary Sanchez, a big part of the story here today with what he did offensively, a home run in the fourth inning then another home run in the fifth inning in the fourth inning the home run really impactful because at that point the rangers had just tied the game 1-1 and then sanchez the home run to make it 2-1 he would make it a 4-1 game in the fifth with with his second home run home runs 11 and 12 on the season for gary sanchez and for gary that was his 16th multi-home run game in his career the first time he's done it since september of 2021 so a little bit less than two years between multi home run games for Gary Sanchez and you really think about it what a nice pickup Gary Sanchez has been the Padres picking him up when they needed some offense at catcher 12 home runs now he's been a great influence uh, with the pitching staff I mean Blake Snell and Sanchez have worked together beautifully just a, a really good story here in 2023 what Gary Sanchez has contributed to this Padres team I caught up with Gary Sanchez one-on-one on the field right after the game Gary, let's go through the two home runs. The first one, you're ready for a first pitch fastball. Second one, a 1-1 changeup. What allowed you to square up a couple of baseballs today? Que si puedes hablar sobre los dos honrones, primero la recta y luego el cambio. Para ti, ¿cómo pudiste sacar los dos honrones hoy? Bueno, nada, en el primer turno estaba tratando de buscar un pichón en la zona temprano y ya que me estaban atacando, trae uno y pude hacer un buen swing. En el otro turno se le quedó un cambio alto en la zona y también le pude hacer un buen swing. Yeah, you know, that first at bat, I was really just looking for a pitch in my zone, uh, you know, attack the zone. I was able to get that pitch. Uh, in the second one, really, it was just an elevated t- changeup that I took advantage of. With Blake Snell on the mound, he was able to bat out, battle out of trouble so many times in this game. What was the key for him in those situations? El clave para Snell hoy, cuando se metía en situaciones difíciles, eh, para salir de esas situaciones. Bueno, eh, nada, eh, tratar de, de atacar los bateadores, que eso es lo más importante. Y cuando estábamos por debajo, cuando teníamos carreras, siempre el corredor en base eh, se ponía ahí y atacábamos los bateadores y lo podía terminar también. Yeah, it was all about attacking the hitters. You know, when he was in those situations, you know, when the pressure was on, he would kind of lock in and really go about attacking those hitters, and I think we were able to get some good results out of that. Gary, congratulations on the win. Great job today. Thanks so much. Thank you. That was Gary Sanchez alongside translator Danny Sanchez. Thank you to Gary and Danny for joining me post-game. What a day for Gary Sanchez. The two home runs, and he caught this pitching staff as well. Blake Snell, five innings, no earned runs given up. Nick Martinez gave up two in the sixth inning. And then the trio of Wilson, Suarez, and Hayter combined for three scoreless innings out of the bullpen. Speaking of Blake Snell, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Snell has struck out each of the last two. This pitch in the dirt. Check swing. He went. That's strike three. And that's all for the Rangers here in the top of the second inning. A leadoff walk and then three straight strikeouts for Blake Snell. Blake Snell getting out of the second inning there. The call by Jesse Ackler right here on the Padres Radio Network. Snell going five innings, no earned runs given up, did allow one unearned run. Four hits allowed, he walked four, struck out nine on 100 and one pitches total. Blake Snell picks up his eighth win of the season, and he continues to be terrific. Did throw a lot of pitches, did walk guys again. Obviously, ideal world, you want him to go more than five innings. But end of the day... Allowed one run over five. Blake Snell, our ace pitcher of the game. And it's something we talked about with Tony Gwynn Jr. in our pregame segment with Tony earlier today. One of the things that has really been impressive about Blake Snell in this run since late May, and I'll get to his numbers since late May in a second, is that even with the wildness at times, the walks, they've been a problem all year. I mean, Blake, keep this in mind, Blake has the lowest ERA among qualified pitchers in Major League Baseball right now at 250, he also leads Major League Baseball in walks. I mean, think about that. He's walking more than anybody, 
but he has the lowest DRA in the major leagues. He has the ability, when he gets in trouble, when he walks batters to get out of jams, to really raise his game, find that next year, seemingly time after time after time within the course of an outing. This outing here today, another really good example of that. First inning, runners on first and second with one out, got out of it. Second inning, works around a leadoff walk. Third inning, runners on second and third, two outs, gets out of it. Fourth inning, allows a run. By the way, he allowed the run because he threw the ball away. It was unearned, the error on Blake Snell, a ball he should have put in his back pocket, and instead of runners on first and third with two outs and no runs in, threw it away, went down the right field side, and uh, the run came in to score in Duran, tied the game at one in the fourth inning, and then Snell struck out Marcus Simeon to end that inning. So allowed a run, but stranded another runner on second base in the fifth inning, worked around a leadoff single. So look, was Blake as sharp as we've seen at times? Was he necessarily as dominant as we've seen at times this year? No, but the good thing about Blake is even with the walks, even with the base traffic, he just finds his way through it. And do you want him to go more than five innings? Of course, I'm sure Blake will say that as well. But five innings, no earned runs given up. He continues to do the thing as a starting pitcher that you want to do. And that's not allow very many runs whatsoever. Blake Snell, going back to May 25th, now a span of 13 starts, a 0.73 ERA. He's six and two in that span. 74 innings total. He struck out 108. 41 walks in that span. That's the only part of it that's not great. And a 1-1-2 whip, 165 opponent batting average. And again, lowered his ERA to 2.50 with his start here today. The lowest ERA in the majors. So. Blake Snell continues to do a really, really good job. Obviously, I don't want to say there have been rumors swirling about him as far as trades and things like that because there really haven't been any quote-unquote rumors uh, with any teams or anything like that the Padres may or may not be talking to. I suppose there's just been the wonder, you know, if Blake would be, if the Padres did decide to quote-unquote sell Uh, If Blake would be one of the pieces that could go to another team, Um, you know, certainly hope not. Uh, He's been so good. The Padres now win three in a row. They sweep the Texas Rangers. We'll dive more into the trade deadline, all those things in the upcoming segments. But look, Blake Snell has been uh, just uh, really impressive this year. And again, despite the walks, just finding ways uh, to give you pretty good outings. Not a quality outing by the definition here today, but five innings, no earned runs given up. Uh, kept it a, a, a one nothing game, then a 1-1 game, then a, a 2-1 Padres lead, and uh, the Padres end, on, uh, end up going to win it 5-3, to and Snell picks up his eighth win of the season. A lot to do here in our postgame coverage still. We will start taking your phone calls when we come back. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Again, phone number 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. I will read your tweets and your DMs as well coming up. So if you want to get those in, send them to me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V, the handle on Twitter and Instagram. I've got a lot to get to already. Let me know. What did you think about this series, about the Padres sweep? What do you want them to do by Tuesday at 3 p.m., the trade deadline? What do you think they should do? Did this sweep alter your opinion? Five games out of a wild card spot here on July 30th. Let me know. Happy to talk to you about anything Padres related here today on our Sunday edition of the Padres Radio Network postgame show. Before we go to break, I do want to read this tweet here from Dennis Lynn, who covers the Padres for The Athletic. Dennis tweeting, quote, from Blake Snell, I don't think I'm going anywhere. That's a quote from Blake Snell. So uh, we'll see if that ultimately rings true uh, by Tuesday at 3 p.m., but uh, Blake Snell saying, I don't think I'm going anywhere anywhere and Snell picking up the win as the Padres sweep the Texas Rangers again the final Padres five Rangers three postgame show continues when we come back on the Padres radio network Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 5, Rangers 3 as the Padres sweep this three-game series from Texas. 
Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up on a beautiful Sunday here in America's finest city. Hope you had a great day. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday, however you might be uh, enjoying it here today. If you were at the ball game here today, another sold-out crowd, 42,943, the 45th sellout in 52 openings of 2023 here at Petco Park. The crowds continue to be simply tremendous and in a year where for many days at home here at petco park there's not been a whole lot to cheer about there certainly has been days you know have been days where you have a lot to cheer about but there have been times where you haven't well you had a lot to cheer about this weekend no doubt about it again a scenario this weekend you felt like the padres had to get some wins they're trying to convince their front office uh, not to quote-unquote sell and uh, not that they would were going to do that anyway you know well who knows what happens by tuesday at 3 p.m but you know not that anything was decided when this series began but certainly the padres you would imagine made the decision much tougher by sweeping the texas rangers they find themselves now five games out of a wild card spot and they sweep a first place team a rangers team that is banged up right now they're not playing their best baseball they've lost three series in a row but as we've said many times, it's uh, not always about just who you play, but it's when you play them. And the Padres got the Rangers, I think, at a very good time, and they took advantage beating the Rangers in all three games in this series. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Here's the 1-1. Young swings, hits a ground ball to third. Manny's got it. To second one. Batten's turn to first. In time and a double play to end the inning. No harm, no foul on the leadoff walk. Steven Wilson, our relief pitcher of the game, got in trouble, leadoff walk in the seventh inning, but then a fly out from Adolis Garcia. The dangerous Josh Young at the plate induced a 5-4-3 double play to end the inning. So for that, Steven Wilson, our relief pitcher of the game. Now certainly you could have gone with uh, Josh Hader. Well, Hear that final out call one more time before we get out of here. But I'll give it to Stephen Wilson here today. Uh, did a really good job in that seventh inning, working around the leadoff walk, and then induced that double play ball off the bat of Josh Young. And the very good season for Stephen Wilson continues. Robert Suarez, a 1 2 3 eighth inning. And then Josh Hader walking the tightrope, certainly in the ninth inning, walking a batter, a double, another walk. But with the bases loaded, the tying run on second base, the go ahead run on first base, found his way out of it, a fly out by Josh Young again, so Young came up in two very important spots late in this game, did not deliver in either, and the Padres win it 5-3 to three as Young flew out to right field to end the game. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game, the man you heard from in our last segment, Gary Sanchez. Two home runs in this game, solo shots begin the fourth. Another home run in the fifth inning that made it 4-1 to San Diego. For Gary Sanchez, his 16th career multi-home run game. The last one on September 5th, 2021. And Sanchez now 12 home runs on the season. A guy the Padres picked up when they needed some offense a couple of months ago at the catcher position. And Gary Sanchez now basically splitting the time with Luis Campusano, providing power. A two-home run game for Gary Sanchez and he is our player of the game. And we'll play uh, that second home run for you, that call by Jesse Agler, coming up in our next segment. Again, if you want to get involved, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call, 833-288-0973. The phone number, if you want to get involved, we can talk about the Padres' win here today, the suite. We can also talk about the trade deadline. What do you want this team to do? Less than 48 hours away at the trade deadline i should say before the trade deadline and if you had one opinion one way or the other before this series began did this series sway you if they were to win tomorrow win a fourth straight game for the first time this season tomorrow that's what the padres will try to do in colorado 
Would that sway you? If you're not swayed already, let me know. Call me up. I do have a lot of tweets and uh, some Instagram DMs to get to here in the meantime. But give me a call, 833-288-0973, if you want to get involved. Let's get to some of your tweets here. We have, let's see, who do we start with here? We have Jose saying, go Padres. We are buyers. We are too deep into our window to not go all out every year. Jose uh, it's, uh, you know, a sentiment that we certainly heard last night with people wanting this team. Now, I don't know to, to necessarily buy, but at the very least, stand pat and not break up this group. And uh, a belief uh, from people that called last night, some of the people that called last night, uh, that they wanted this team to stay the course and see if they can make a run at this thing. Five games out of the wild card spot here on July 30th. Certainly not insurmountable, but a lot of work to do, and this team is still two games below 500. We have Elise saying, no, keep them intact. Sign Hader and Snell. Love this team. Elise wants the extensions. Well, Elise uh, also with the positivity. We have uh, another tweeter here. 27 games against teams ahead of them in the wild card race in August, September. Unfortunately, next weekend series against the Dodgers will set the tone. Maybe waiver wire sale after that. Well, we'll see. Uh, they do have a lot of games remaining against teams in front of them uh, in the wild card and uh, certainly the Dodgers as well I mean if you're dreaming about the division something like that I think you should be focused on the wild uh, the wild card right now but no doubt regardless that series next weekend against the Dodgers will be uh, very very important for this team Uh, we have Cindy uh, Cindy tweeting here uh, well tweeting to my tweet about Blake Snell earlier today but I'll read it Cindy saying uh, that's great and unfortunate hope he doesn't leave Josh either. So let's focus on the uh, last two sentences there. Hope he doesn't leave Josh either. So Cindy does not want Hater or Snell off the San Diego Padres come uh, Tuesday evening after the trade deadline. So a lot of uh, optimism here. A lot of uh, people that want this uh, team to stay together and see if they can make that run. Certainly, if they are going to do that, a step in the right direction with this three game sweep. Look, we've been saying it for months now. We've been waiting for this team to. Go on a run, play consistent, really good baseball, winning baseball for an extended stretch. Three games is not really that stretch yet, but tell you what, you take another step tomorrow by beating the Rockies, winning a fourth in a row for the very first time this season, as crazy as that is. The Padres have not won four in a row all year, but again, you'd you take another step in that right direction. Five games out at the end of this weekend, not insurmountable, and look, Reality is this, Padres, you felt, had to have a good series here, and they had a perfect series. They sweep this series from the Texas Rangers. So call me, tweet at me, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram DMs open as well. Get involved on our post-game show as we continue to wrap it up. We'll have the out-of-town scoreboard, more play-by-play highlights to come as we recap this one. The Padres win it 5-3 to three against the Texas Rangers as the Padres sweep a three-game series from Texas. Our post-game show continues when we come back after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. The Padres secure their second three-game sweep of the season as they sweep the Texas Rangers. They win this series finale 5-3. to three. Blake Snell, five innings, one unearned run given up. Nick Martinez giving up two in the sixth inning to make it a 4-3 game after the Padres led 4-1. to one. Padres got insurance on a Fernando Tatis Jr. RBI single in the eighth inning to make it 5-3. to three. Josh Hader, things got a little tricky in the ninth inning as the Rangers loaded the bases, put the tying run on second base, go-ahead run on first base, but Hader picks up his 25th save of the season, stranding the bases loaded, and the Padres get a very, very important 5-3 win and a very important three-game sweep of the Texas Rangers. Rangers Padres will enter the new week five games out of a wild card spot in the National League with again the trade deadline looming now less than 48 hours away we'll see what the Padres elect to do or elect not to do we shall see should be very interesting you knew it would be a very important and interesting weekend here at Petco Park and uh, look in, in a season that's been full of frustrating losses and we know this team has underperformed certainly from what expectations were at the start of spring training heading into the year. 
look, you got to give them credit where credit's due. And they played very well uh, against this Rangers ball club offensively, did some really good things, I thought, here today, getting a run in the third, then responding right away after the Rangers uh, tied the game in the top of the fourth inning. They get two in the bottom of the fourth inning. They get one more on the Sanchez home run in the fifth. They got a big insurance run from Fernando in the eighth inning. They had missed opportunities early in the game. They only go three for 12 with runners in scoring position total, 11 left on base. But look, at, at some times where they needed to get a hit, they did. The Soto RBI double in the fourth inning and certainly the Tatis RBI single in the eighth inning as well. So the offensive side, they did a nice job. And then uh, you take a look at the pitching. Snell, the five innings, one earned run given up. Martinez struggles in the sixth inning, but keeps the Padres ahead. And one of the things that has really developed here in the last week or so is having a true one, two, three relief combination. I really should put it as seven, eight, nine relief combination in the back end of the bullpen right now when the Padres have a lead. One run lead, two run lead, three run lead. It's a close game. I mean, you know who's coming in. It's Wilson for the seventh inning. Robert Suarez, aside from giving up one home run, has been really, really good. A one, two, three, eighth inning. And then Josh Hader, who's been terrific all year, did uh, get in trouble in that ninth inning. But when you're a closer, all you got to do is secure that final out with your team still ahead. And Hader did exactly that. He lowered his ERA to 0 picked up his 25th save of the season, and the Padres sweep the Texas Rangers. They win it 5-3 to three on this Sunday. So a lot of good stuff in that department. And uh, like I said, in a season that's been full of uh, frustration uh, many, many days, we've certainly talked about it here in the post game uh, for 100-plus games, so many different uh, things we've had to break down and talk about night after night. Look, Padres had a very, very good series here. And uh, on the pitching side of things, I mean, here's the bottom line. The Rangers entered this series we talked about it pregame they entered this series leading the majors in team batting average and on base percentage and run scored second in the majors in ops and slugging percentage this has been even without seager without heim in the lineup this has been one of the best offensive teams if not the best offensive team in baseball really from early april on they've been that good all year and the padres held this Rangers offense in this three-game series to just four runs on 18 hits combined. Really impressive. I mean, really, really well done by this pitching staff. And it was everybody. It was the starters, what Darvish did yesterday, six scoreless innings, Musgrove six scoreless innings the day before in the bullpen as well. You look at what they did Friday, Martinez, Cosgrove, Garcia combined to give up one run in three innings. Yesterday, three scoreless innings from Wilson, Suarez, and Hader. And today, Martinez gives up two, but Wilson, Suarez, Hader again, Three scoreless innings out of the bullpen. You really like the back end of that bullpen now with Wilson, Suarez, and Hader really being your seven, eight, nine guys. And for two straight days, they did a terrific job in the back end of the bullpen. All right, lots to get to still. If you want to get involved on the phones, you can still do that. Phone number 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call if you want to get involved. Do have a couple of tweets here I want to get to. We've got Perry saying, keep the boys together. Let's get on the run we've all been waiting for. Well, Perry, certainly they took a, a step in that right direction here today. Nancy's saying, we don't need to be sellers. So here today, I think quite contrary to what we heard a few days ago, I mean, it seems like everybody's in the boat now of not wanting anybody to go and wanting to ride this thing out five games out of a wild card spot here on July 30th. And uh, as I think about it, as I see the way they play, as I consider all the different factors, I can't say I disagree. Um, you know, I think uh, five games out on July 30th with this talent, with some of the underlying numbers, very, very doable. A lot of work to do but very, very doable for this group. And uh, to their credit, took a big step forward, you would think, uh, sweeping this three-game series. And, hey, they've got to keep it rolling. Three games is not the run we've been looking for. It's more like a, a, a stretch of 30 games where you're playing uh, this brand of baseball consistently. So they've got to do it night in, night out, but certainly a step forward uh, with this sweep of Texas. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. 
Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at scores from around the major leagues. Everything has gone final aside from the Sunday night baseball game. The score in that one, fourth inning, Orioles leading the Yankees 7-1 in Baltimore. Everything else, a final score. Angels beat the Blue Jays 3-2 in Toronto in 10. Hunter Renfro, a two-run home run in the 10th inning in that one for the Angels. The Braves beat the Brewers 8-6 in Atlanta. Matt Olson, a couple of home runs in that one for Atlanta. Pirates beat the Phillies 6-4. Josh Palacios, a walk-off home run in that game for the Pirates as they beat Philadelphia in the bottom half of the 10th inning. Marlins beat the Tigers 8-6 in Miami. Garrett Cooper, a two-run home run in that game for Miami. Mets over the Nationals 5-2 in New York. The Guardians beat the White Sox 5-0 in Chicago. Jose Ramirez, two more home runs. He's been very hot as of late for Cleveland as they beat the White Sox 5-0. Royals beat the Twins 2-1 in Kansas City. Freddie Fermin, a home run in that game. Royals sweep the Twins in that three-game set over the weekend. Rays beat the Astros 8-2 in Houston. It was the Cardinals over the Cubs, 3-0 in St. Louis. Paul Goldschmidt, RBI single in that game for the Cardinals, but the Cardinals did make uh, a big trade earlier today. I'll have more on that in a second. We mentioned it briefly earlier. Rockies beat the A's 2-0 in Colorado. Giants over the Red Sox in 11, 4-3. Reds beat up on the Dodgers in L.A., 9-0. Joey Votto, a home run in that game. Ellie De La Cruz, also a home run in that game for Cincinnati. Mariners beat the Diamondbacks 4-0. J.P. Crawford a home run today in Arizona. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Sunday in the Major Leagues. The trade uh, I was referring to with the Cardinals, in fact, involved the Rangers who were here, so uh, the Rangers were in San Diego and they were busy trading for Max Scherzer yesterday, trading for Jordan Monger today from the Cardinals and right-handed reliever Chris Stratton from the Cardinals. So the Rangers in the span of about 24 hours got Scherzer and Montgomery. And quite frankly, you sort of saw why this weekend for as good as the Rangers have been. And they entered this series 60 and 43. You saw some of the blemishes, I thought, in this series. Not offensively, but starting pitching-wise. I mean, Dane Dunning is all right. Martin Perez, after a really good year last year, is, you know, having a very so-so year. Cody Bradford, spot starter really here today. Three innings, he's young, a rookie. Nathan Avaldi on the IL now. I mean, they need starting pitching, so you get it. Max Scherzer and Jordan Montgomery should certainly help in that department for this Rangers team that is trying to stave off the Astros who uh, continue to pick up ground. In fact, uh, the Astros earlier today, like I said, they were beat by Tampa Bay, so they lost, the Rangers lost, the Astros remain one game out of first place in the AL West. So the bottom line is Astros are a great team, and they are charging hard, and the Rangers trying to win this division for the first time in a while, and uh, picking up some good starting rotation help in Scherzer and Montgomery, but that did not help them this weekend here at Petco Park as the Padres win it 5-3 to three here today, and they sweep this three-game set. Now let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Burke from the third base side of the rubber deal. Sanchez hits one in the air to deep center field. Tavares going back at the wall. It's going to go. Second consecutive inning that Gary Sanchez goes deep. It is 11th of the year in the fourth. Now his 12th of the year here in the fifth, and the Padres add on its 4-1. to one. Gary Sanchez, two home runs in this game. Our play of the game, the second one in the fifth inning, the 16th multi-home run game of Gary Sanchez's career. Two home runs, two RBIs in this game, home runs 11-12 and 12 as Gary Sanchez continues to be a very good story on this ball club here in 2023. He was our player of the game, and he provides our play of the game as the Padres win it 5-3. to three. 
All right, have some more Twitter interactions here, messages. Not going to get to everybody, but thank you to everybody who tweeted in and uh, Instagram DM'd me about uh, today's game, about the trade deadline, and mostly, it seems like, and wondering, you know, how you're feeling out there, but mostly it seems like from what I've heard today from social media and, quite frankly, talking to some fans at the ballpark today, it's uh, it does seem like there are a lot of people that do not want this team to quote-unquote sell. Uh, that want this team to keep this group together and try to make this run. Five games out now uh, of a wild card spot here on July 30th at the end of the weekend and obviously coming off now a three-game sweep of the Rangers. I will say, though, I did get a couple of messages uh, on Instagram uh, as we've interacted with you here on the post game that, you know, uh, that uh, lean the other way. And, uh, you know, uh, having a, a fan here saying, I still don't see them making the playoffs, ask me after the Dodgers series. That will be a very uh, big series next weekend here at Petco Park. But first things first, the three-game series against the Rockies beginning tomorrow. 5.40 p.m., first pitch tomorrow. Pre-game start time at 4.40. Right-hander Seth Lugo on the mound for the Padres. Left-hander Austin Gomber on the mound for the Rockies. So, uh uh, a lot of excitement tomorrow, uh, certainly to come in Colorado. Padres will try to do something they have not done all season long, and that is win four in a row. And obviously uh, the series against the Rockies, the trade deadline looming on Tuesday afternoon. There is a lot to happen between now and Tuesday night, and certainly understand the fans out there that are liking the way this team is playing and, and wants to see this group. Uh, be kept together to try to make a run and uh, understand the fans out there that are still a little hesitant getting on that uh, getting on that ship right now. But uh, we'll see what tomorrow holds uh, in the rest of the series in Colorado. It's another beautiful day for a ball game and Military Sunday at that. San Diego County Toyota dealers are proud partners of the Padres and supporters of San Diego's military community. Thank you to all military members for your incredible service. Again, first pitch tomorrow, 5.40 p.m., Ecowater SoCal Padres pregame show at 4.40. Certainly hope you can join us then. Taking a look at the final totals here today for the Padres in the finale of this three-game set. Five runs, 13 hits, one error. They left on 11 for the Rangers. Three runs, eight hits, one error. They left on 11 as well. Winning pitcher Blake Snell, who improves to 8-8. Eight and eight. The losing pitcher, Jose Leclerc, who drops to 0-2. Save goes to Josh Hader, number 25 on the season. Time of game, three hours and eight minutes in the crowd here at Petco Park. The 45th sellout in 52 openings this season, 42,943. As always, you can listen back to any of our post-game show on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt, saying so long from Petco Park. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 5 and the Texas Rangers 3. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the Padres Radio Network.